What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hey guys, welcome back to Three Terrible Gamers. This is our one year episode, and we're collaborating with the Two Brothers Gaming podcast, which I'm also co host on. And uh, this is episode 24 for Two Brothers Gaming. So we'll just go ahead and get into it. Modern Warfare 3 beta dates confirmed. Whoever wants to go first? I'll go ahead and Brown go first since he's the guest on this one. Okay. Okay. So what I got here. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3's beta dates have been confirmed, and it's on PlayStation first. Yeah, where they hold the rights still. Yeah. The Modern Warfare 3 multiplayer open beta with include a selection of maps from the 16 updated Modern Warfare 2, you know, the original Modern Warfare 2 map. Right. We'll be launching with the game, plus new Ground War content there. I haven't done this. I'm not used to it. It's nervous again. School's been, school's stressing me out. Already? It's the second day. It's chaotic. <laughs> it's crap. Too many people. Yeah. Welcome to high school. I mean, I've been in high school. <laughs> But still, (laughs) but there will be two beta weekends with the first weekend exclusive to players on PS5 and PS4, and the second weekend opening things up to Xbox and PC with crossplay available. So that's really what I have. I have more, but that's fine. All right, as Rowland said, it's a, it's going to be a two-part open beta. Uh, it's going to be October 6th through 10th for the PlayStation users, and the 12th and 16th on that weekend, that four-day weekend for uh, Xbox and PC gamers. Uh, participating in the beta is free. Technically, obviously, you got to pay the pre-order price, which is usually about 5 bucks. But to actually do it, it's free for PlayStation and PC, period, like after you pay to a thing. But for Xbox users, you need to have Xbox Xbox Game Pass Core or a higher tier for the early access, even pre-order. Okay. So, yeah, just a recap here. They're going to be split in two weekends. Weekend 1 is going to be October 6th and October 7th at 10 a.m. Pacific time for PlayStation Early Access, October 8th, 9th, and 10th, 10 a.m. Pacific Time, PlayStation as well, Weekend 2, October 12th, and October 13th, 10 a.m. Pacific Time, for Xbox, 
plus battle.net plus Steam Early Access. And then the PlayStation Open Beta continues through that weekend as well. And then October 14th, which is the best day ever, and October 15th <laughs> and October 16th at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, all platforms for the Open Beta. October 14th is my birthday, by the way, for those of you that didn't know that, which I'm sure none of you did, besides the three or well, the two others here. But, uh, yeah, so that's the recap there. Are you guys going to participate? Go ahead, Rowan. What? Are you going to participate going in first, the beta? Uh, I don't know. You don't know? To be honest, I don't know. Okay, call. I don't know if I'll even get it. Yeah. I, I feel the same way as Rowan. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to buy Call of Duty. This, I mean, I haven't bought a Call of Duty game since, I think, Black Ops 3 in all actuality. So, at the end of the day, I don't think I'm going to go out there and fork out money right away, especially since it'll eventually come to Game Pass. Okay. Yeah, so I, I probably won't either. Since you had to pay for it, now when you didn't have to pay for it, uh, I believe Black Ops 3 had a good open beta you didn't have to pay for. And I played the crap out of that beta, and I actually enjoyed it yeah. a lot. But, uh, I mean, putting a paywall behind the beta, I think, is stupid. I mean, it's a beta for a reason, just to test out the game, see if there's any bugs. Why are you going to pay for it? If it may be broken, you can't play it at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you're technically not paying for it to an extent because, I mean, it is behind, I mean, obviously it's behind the pre-order thing, but it's just basically like a pre-order bonus, like how 2K would give you you know, 5,000 VC for pre-ordering the game. It's just something simple like that. It's not necessarily, like, I understand with Black Ops 3, it was completely free and everything else, but at the same time, it's technically not charging you for beta access. It's just a perk for pre-ordering the game. Yeah. Still stupid, in my opinion. (laughs) Okay. Uh, moving on here, Microsoft to sell off Activision cloud gaming rights to Ubisoft. Rallon, what's your opinion on that? Or what do you got on that, should I say? Okay, what I see and got on <laughs> here is Microsoft announced that it will sell the global cloud streaming rights for all Activision Blizzard PC and console games, both library and future releases to Ubisoft UBI for the next 15 years upon the acquisition of Activision. The rights will be exclusive globally outside the EU as a result of the previous cloud streaming deals made to satisfy EU regulars. The deal is yet another attempt, possibly the final one, to appease the UK authority that the last hurdle is closing to a merger. So, right. That's what I got there. All right, Colin. Everything. Uh, Rylan basically covered everything that I had to cover, which, I mean, at that point, I'll just go into opinion based on it. Uh, So, facts is what Rylan had for the whole entire thing is everything that I have, plus a little bit more, actually. So, good job, Rylan. Thank you. (laughs) 
But my opinion on it is it's, I'm glad that Microsoft is sharing for, you know, they're showing the gaming world that we can all come together as one. We can all get <laughs> along. <laughs> but, yeah, so at the end of the day, I'm glad that Microsoft is, you know, able to sell off because that means Ubisoft's going to be able to make some money from it. Microsoft's going to make more money from it because it's going to be able to be on Ubisoft stores for the next 15 years. Yeah. So that's definitely a good thing for all gamers involved with it in companies. Right, right. So yeah, it says the uh, the UK regulator will reinvestigate the merger based on new information with a deadline set for October 18th, the same day as the deal closing deadline, which was extended last month. We expect that the UK regulator will approve the merger as the two sides have held discussions over the last month about the situation. And since future cloud competition was primary stumbling block, we are maintaining our 95 Dollar fair value estimates for Activision Blizzard equivalent to the merger consideration as we expect a deal to close in October. So October 18th, that's the last day, but I do expect the deal to go through before then, especially since, I mean, I never thought that they would bring Ubisoft in to handle the cloud gaming in the UK, which it's going to be global. It's not just going to be the UK now. It's going to be globally since they're bringing Ubisoft in. But this is just opinion here. I think within the next 15 years, if the CMA approves this, which I'm, I'd say they will, if they approve this in the next 15 years, I could see Microsoft buying out Ubisoft so they would get those gaming rights back, those cloud gaming rights back. And they'd be allowed to do that because after the deal's closed, they can do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. And Ubisoft has mentioned in the past maybe about being acquired by somebody. So Microsoft would be that company to have the money to do that. Yeah, it's basically getting their foot in the door. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see, but I think, so do you guys think that this deal will go through and the CMA will prove that the, you know, offer that Microsoft has gave for Ubisoft, Rylan, what do you think? I think they will. think they will. Prove it and everything. Okay. Colin. I mean, Ubisoft's going to Ubisoft, but at the end, it'd be stupid not to take the deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Ubisoft is going, they're going to do it. Just we're going to wait and see if the CMA approves it or not. And if not, then sorry, UK, everybody else gets it. But I mean, the CMA is the last one in the way. So I, I could see it, you know, just going ahead and them approving it instead of being the one company in the way of the whole world getting it. Yeah, I mean, practically the reason why the whole world don't have it yet. Yeah, because it should have been done last month. Mm -hmm. But the CMA, stupid country music awards. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Charles Martinet steps back as a Nintendo voice actor. Yeah, he was the voice actor of Mario, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm forever yeah, I, I kept on i kept on i know it's like what 40 something years something like that. it was a while yeah yeah <laughs> you're shy 
what I got here is wait, Charles Martinet. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Right. Charles Martinet, the voice actor behind Nintendo's beloved mascot Mario, will be stepping away from his role as you know Mario. The mush I mean yeah. Oh it says here the mush that no plumber? That's, mustachio. <laughs> mustachio, something like that. Mustachio, mustachio. Yeah. The video game company announced Charles Martini, the voice actor, uh, Monday. You know, he says 67 and all that. He's played the character since the 1990s, and his cry of It's a Mia Mario... <laughs> has become a familiar catchphrase since his breakout performance in 1996 is Super Mario 64. Mm-hmm. So that's all I have here. Okay. Uh, Yeah, definitely. He had a nice career. It was, yeah. I believe he's also voiced Luigi, Yoshi, Waluigi, and Wario from just shorthand. Of course, yeah. the last big breakthrough he had with the company was his cameo in the Mario movie as the arcade cabinet player. Yeah. For those that didn't pick or haven't watched the movie yet, but that's who's doing the voice actor there. Oh, uh, so I'm going to assume that his last project to be complete isn't out yet, which is going to be Super Mario Wonder. Yeah, and it comes out, what, like October 20th or something like that? Yeah, like two months. Yep. Too much. A little less. So that'll take less thing, but at this point he's retired. But the game is already ready to be pushed out. It's just obviously it'll count after his retirement because he's already voiced it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you guys pretty much covered the whole thing. But like Rowan said, most people. His most famous is the It's a Me Mario on as soon as you start up Mario 64. Like, uh, yeah. most people, I mean, of course, you hear him throughout the other games too, but that's just one of the main things people remember that's, him by. That's the main line. Like, yeah, you, you think of Mario, you think of that line. Yeah, and you see that big old head popping up saying that on Super Mario <laughs> yeah. 64. But, uh, also, I've seen this thing where. You know how, like, I'm pretty sure it's at the end of Super Mario 64. It says, like, thank you for playing my game or something like that. Mm-hmm. He, like, says that. That kind of, you know, goes now because he's retired and everything. Kind of just. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His farewell. Yeah. Because that was, like, a that was the farewell to the game. And now he's actually fully retired now from Mario. So. Yeah. Definitely sad, you know. There's a lot of stuff in gaming happening right now that's just in the, you know, different eras and stuff in gaming. It's, I mean, gaming's always uh, changing, but you just see it, especially stuff like this, Mario, part of all of our childhoods, you know, voice actor, retirements, end of an era, you know, they're going to have to find a new one and, uh, you know, just have to move on. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, like Colin said, he uh, voice acted Mario, Luigi, and Wario and Luigi as well. Alright. Xbox announces console reps. That's going to be something new. 
That'd be pretty cool. They're probably gonna they're probably gonna add like custom. You can be able. Yeah, to they probably do. Kind of like you can customize your own controller. Yeah, um, that's gonna be cool if they do that. Yeah. What I have here, Microsoft has created a series of Xbox Series X console wraps that are designed to be more affordable option instead of purchasing a separate limited edition console of one the first xbox console wraps will be for starfield which will be launched october 18th and the price will be 50 dollars for the wrap so yeah but are you up yeah all right uh like Ravis said, they're going to be releasing a wrap on in October for Starfield at fifty dollars. But there's also going to be two more. There's it's called Mineral Camo, mm-hmm. and it's like a blue camouflage and Arctic Camo. And as it's obviously like a white camouflage, and those are going to be forty five a piece. Yeah, which I was going to add them beforehand. They're already available for pre order on the Microsoft Store. So well. Yeah, on the Microsoft Store. I don't know why specifically you can order on the Microsoft Store, especially if it's through the actual Xbox itself. Instead of on the Xbox Store. It's a little weird. But yeah, so you can pre-order them now to get them. I looked at the designs of them. They look pretty slick. Yeah. If you have, which of course, I mean, it only works if you have a Series X, so, you know. Can't put it on the Xbox One, I guess, but. Yeah. The dinosaur. (laughs) The dinosaur or the One S. <laughs> yeah, my dinosaurs over here. It's the floor. Mine's I don't have anywhere here. to put. It. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Microsoft is launching three new Xbox Series X console reps: Starfield forty nine ninety nine, Mineral Camo forty four ninety nine, and Arctic Camo forty four ninety nine. The designs will ship later this fall, but you can pre order them now through the Microsoft Store, like Colin said. Microsoft announced a new trio of Series X console reps last week, plugging them as a more affordable and more sustainable alternative to buying its special edition systems. There are two camo patterns to choose from, like Colin said. Blue and purple is mineral camo, or gray and white is arctic camo, as well as a Starfield-inspired design with a rainbow constellation, ribbon, and a bronze constellation insignia. So yeah, this is pretty cool. And definitely a lot cheaper than buying an exclusive or, you know, special edition console. Yeah. And they'll definitely have other designs in the future. I mean, eventually I'd say they'll have a Halo one or a Forza one or something, you know. I'm surprised I didn't, like, make a Halo one first, I'm being honest. Well, Starfield's coming out. It's their next big game. Put all the focus on it, and then after that, Bring yeah. a Halo. And probably add. Probably when Forza comes out, they'll have something for Forza Motorsport. I would say. They're probably also just gonna add like other games like Gears of War. Yeah, they may. Like that you know, and I mean, once they acquire officially acquire Activision, might see some Call of Duty ones or other, maybe yeah. Sp- Crash or Spyro. You know, other Activision IPs. Yeah. Just have to wait and see, but definitely cool. And I mean, it's a unique idea that's for sure yeah. oh yeah it's different <laughs> yeah just, they're probably gonna have custom ones as well and yeah future. like you said like how so. you can design your own controller you know it'd be cool if you customize yeah. your own wrap 
But I'd like to some if they use like adhesive, which I'm sure they will use some sort of adhesive. A lot of adhesive doesn't play well with plastic. Some plastics, so I'd like to see if they make the right call on the adhesive type, which Microsoft's smart, yeah. but that doesn't always mean, you know, sometimes they miss small things like that. Some companies. Yeah, they make mistakes, you know. Yeah. Or it's like better could overheat your console starting out. Yeah, right. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters, to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance, War, and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly and the meta is always evolving. Along with campaigns, blitz, and arena, there's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible, where you go head-to-head -head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff for signing up via a unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses, if you complete each event, you receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. All right, Rylan, this topic was for you because you mentioned this last episode. Um, yeah, I remember. A new Atari 2600 system has been announced. Yeah, I said I wanted to play the Atari. You know, yeah, there you it. go. They, they, you know, it's always they answered, crap. They answered for you. There you go. <laughs> okay. It says here, the new Atari 2600 system announced. Video game developer slash publisher. Play on? Play on? I don't know how to say that. I think it's play on. It's, yeah, play on. And the Atari have announced the 2600 plus a modern day model of the original Atari 2600. Let's see here. It also says the classic four switch version of the 2600 that was released in 1980 will be launch launching worldwide November 17th. That's a day before our mom's birthday, Ashton. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be on a Friday and it's going to be able going to be able to pre-order it for $130. US dollars. Yeah. That's a day so after really your dad's birthday. That. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I have on that. Well, I think I want to have to disagree with Rowan here from what source I've seen. Why? What did you see? Hey, the source I've seen. Uh, it's going to be called the 2600 Plus. That's yeah. going to yep. be the system. 
uh, it'll be able to play the old 2600 games, and it's going to be backwards compatible and play the 7800 games. Right. Yep. Version of it. So the, which it's still weird to me because it seems like you have to you have to have the cartridges on hand. It's not like it's going to be an NES, SNES classic slash PlayStation classic oh, where the game's already pre-loaded. Right. So it's going to kind of suck if you didn't grow up in the 70s and 80s to have those cartridges just hopefully laying around if you hadn't sold them as a kid or whatever. But the price tag that I've seen was 100 US dollars. Hundred. This is 130 on here. I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. Mine says 129.99, but we'll see. But uh, yeah. I believe probably- what I've seen is it's coming with a 10 and one cartridge as well. So you'll come. It'll come with 10 games. Um, and I've seen that they're going to release new games alongside it. You can buy them separately. I don't remember how many, like five or six or so, I believe. But new Atari games and. 2023 uh it's pretty cool you know Ryan was just talking about like i said last episode how he wants to play the atari yeah. but now you just buy you one i have, I have a chance to, yeah or um, you can just uh, emulate it but you know that's when you yeah, use that's is, what it you has want a, to do it has a hdmi <laughs> and stuff too yeah it'll be so hdmi out gonna, so it won't be component or you won't have the, even just cable yeah. i don't remember i think back then it was just you know, hook it to a cable part of the tv that's what the nes was yeah, anyway was, yeah because that was even before component but uh it's gonna have a widescreen mode too. yep it says hdmi out and then it says it'll have usb power and multiple screen resolutions then this console is also smaller designed at 80 percent of the original size to better accommodate today's living spaces. So it's not going to be as big as the original, and it's still going to be come with uh, one of the original joystick controllers, you know, how the old Atari sticks were. But you can play two-player if you want, but the second controller is sold separately. Of course. Yeah. That's just them though. Yeah, yeah, it is. Except for the SNES Classic, it came two i believe i thought it only came with one but it was it was backwards compatible with the nes one uh, one of them came with two is the well, nes I mean, classic or the snes classic came with two one came with one and one came okay, with yeah, two the, yeah because you could do the s they was backwards compatible for the controllers that it came with so yeah i think it, snes did come with two because yeah. you could do it on the which made more sense because obviously you can't play the nes controller on the snes right yeah there's not, not enough, enough buttons, buttons. yeah yeah, so if anybody out there is in the market for an Atari 2600, here you go. Coming out with a revision of it. And I think this is just a test to see how many people are still interested in this console. Because obviously this is for older generation of gamers. Yeah. But to see what the market is and then maybe they'll release a new console that still plays older style games. Like they're not going to compete but with the current gen or anything. But, you know, just to see what the market is for older games. So maybe they'll release a new console if this does pretty well. We'll see how their ice cream machine is. (laughs) Yeah. If they can keep it on stock or not. Right. (laughs) All right, guys. Let's see what we can get through. If we can get through one or two. PlayStation Portal Revealed. 
could see here. What I got is PlayStation Portal revealed in full. Dedicated, wait, $200 PS5 remote play device launches this year. Sony has revealed full details in of its dedicated PS5 remote play platform, including its name, price, and availability. Previously known as Project Q, the device will be called the PlayStation Portal and will be available to pre-order later this year ahead of as unspecificated launch date towards the end of this year, priced at $200. And I got here, Portal is purely a remote play device rather than its own platform like earlier, like the PSV, PSP and the PS Vita devices. It also, not a it's not a cloud gaming device. It, streaming games only from it's going to be streaming games stuff only from the PS5 console through yeah. like internet and stuff so right like a PlayStation Now app or something like that is what it's called uh, I yeah I had that before it's weird yeah but that's all I have for that so you have to have a PS5 for it to work. Right. Uh, it's not yes. a it doesn't play anything native. It's just a strict remote play device. It's kind of dumb. <laughs> so they tried to copy Nintendo but they wound up making more of a Wii U situation than what they have actually anything good. Right. You can't go too yeah. far away from the console. And it requires internet. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> So yeah, yeah, at least the Wii U didn't require internet. Yeah, so at the end of the day, they're still being more dumb. I I actually thought they was doing something good at first, so I realized that you actually had to have a PS Five to. Yeah, it's stupid. Like if if it was his own little native thing, then yes, that would be a great thing. I would probably even get one myself. Right, if you could play PlayStation games natively on it, like, I mean console for that cheap too level like, like ps5 but just through the cloud like like cloud gaming or game pass gaming something like that console style yeah. games on a handheld like that'd be awesome but sony like really what were you thinking with this this is so stupid who's going to buy this it's really you can remote really play nice. from your phone yeah plus you're expecting people it's already paid 500 dollars for a console to pay 200 extra dollars just, or just to take it on the go. Just to play it on an eight eight inch screen. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you can really get bad. I mean, yeah, let's say my handheld PC is more expensive, but it's also more powerful and you can play those games technically natively on you know, if you get the PC port, or you can just use PlayStation Now once again and play it the same way. Just stream it from your PlayStation 5. Yeah, because yeah, it's the 8-inch screen with the DualSense controllers, which I guess that's the quote-unquote selling point. I felt a DualSense 5 controller. It's not that special in all actuality. Right. Uh, and it's capable of running at 1080p and 60 frames per second. So yet again, yeah. if you have like, you know, I'm going to call it not virtual, uh, handheld PC like Ashton, then you have no comparison at all from no. what yeah. Is doing. 
Right. Yeah. It, it it's honestly stupid. It's it's definitely received some criticism online, which is fair. Like it's fair criticism. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, if it wasn't a thing where you already paid five hundred dollars for a console. And then if it was its own little native thing like the PSP or PSP Vita, that'd be a whole different story. That's actually a good deal for that. But oh, yeah. the fact that you're PS5 and then you pretty much got to be on top of it or somewhere with internet to play it, then it's kind of purposeless. Like I said, they kind of tried to be like Nintendo for a second then realized, oh, no, we're going to make it like the worst Nintendo system by right. via not getting themselves out there. But... but this one's just going to be a flop for them because oh, yeah. no one's going to buy it. You know, they're just now getting to where PS5s are consistently on the shelf for people yeah. to get them. Yeah, right. there may be 40 million units, but that don't mean 40 million people are going to buy the $200 add-on. Yeah, there's no... Yeah. I mean, they were so close to having something sorry. great and something that even, like you said, PlayStation players don't even... that They may consider getting, then they just messed it up. Just being stupid. Yeah, like, I mean, you'd think Sony's smarter than this. Yeah. I would, I mean, I would think they are, but obviously not. But, no. yeah, so you guys pretty much covered it all there. What's that? I said they're just trying to make a quick money grab for, I mean, because some people are going to buy it. Some people are, like, YouTubers are just going to buy it just to test it out. Show right. People what they, you know, yeah. s- Sony like, well, diehards will buy it, but you know, I I won't. Even if I get a PS5, yeah, know, it's stupid. In the like, next year or two, I'm not gonna get that. It's dumb. It is stupid. I mean, like, like I say, you can stream it to your phone. Yeah, <laughs> they made it exactly like how you could do with the Switch. It would make more sense. Right, take your games on the go wherever, yeah. not just still within your house within Wi-Fi range of your PS5. Yeah. You, have to be really, com- you have you to be have connected to the same Wi-Fi network for it to even work. Yeah. So yeah, you can't even do it on a different, like even if you had car Wi-Fi, you couldn't take it on a road with you. Right. Yeah, because you can't plug up your PS5 Stupid. to the car. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, it's really, that's the most, like, yeah, one of the most idiotic things. It's very heard. stupid. But we'll see how it sells. Yeah. We'll uh, <laughs> keep you guys up to date on both podcast shows on how it sells. But uh, the only thing I'll add yeah. here is it says, because it's kind of, you know, you'll see what I mean. Anyway, uh, the name of the PlayStation Portal is interesting as its abbrevi- abbreviation is PSP. The same as the PlayStation yeah. Portable, Sony's handheld game console, first released in 2004. I just thought that was pretty cool. There. It's basically the PSP 2, but the original PSP was better because it had its it's own trash. native games. It's a PSP like Sony's going trash. backwards. Which obviously remote play wasn't possible back in 2004, but but still. Yeah, but they dropped a couple letters and a couple brain cells. (laughs) That's for sure. Back then, Sony was more for the gamer instead of for the money. You can't spell portable without portal. (laughs) Right, that's true. Yeah, true. All right, guys, that's that's all the time we got. We appreciate you for watching or listening, however you got it. Um, for Three Tales of Gamers podcast, you can always watch us live on Twitch and YouTube. Make sure to follow us on all of our socials, our Twitter, our TikTok, our 
Instagram. We have a Facebook as well. We have uh, our merch on Redbubble. Um, and then for the Two Brothers Gaming, you can l- watch us live usually, unless we're collabing like we are now, on our uh, YouTube yeah. and Kick accounts. And you can join or subscribe to our personal Twitch, Kick, and YouTube accounts. Buy our merch on Redbubble and Printify. And join our Discord server on both podcasts. Both podcasts have a Discord, separate Discord server, of course. So join both of them. Love to chat and hang out yeah. with you. Give you any updates to anything, you know, whether a new episode's going up or we're taking a week off for whatever reason, you know, just... But we appreciate you listening to both podcasts. And guys, you have anything to add? I think you hit everything on our end. I don't really have anything to say. I mean, it's kind of cool to do this three yeah, thing. Yeah. Because, you know, at one point I was a part of the you was. Three Terrible Gamers. You was a host. For you like about a year episodes. ago. <laughs> about a year ago. Yeah, for like two episodes. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good to have it's you nice back. Having you back. Yeah, it's yeah. good to. I mean, I'm common for both of them, so you know, it's I'm the host, co-host for both of yeah. them. So it's it's cool for my two podcasts to join together, and you know, it's pretty pretty fun to have everybody together yeah. once in a while. It is. But right. if you guys don't Later. have anything else, yep, we'll catch you in the next episode. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.